0: I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional or even remotely mature, but we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny.
1: I love it. Do you like Uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. And you dropping your voice?
0: That could be our our first intro. (laughs) So without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David. (laughs) I'm David. episode, we welcome my husband, Bobby, and David's childhood friend, Ashley, who both also have ADHD. Thank you, Bobby and Ashley. Now, let's get started.
1: I should probably just introduce everyone to to Ashley here.
0: Hi, Ashley. Hi, I'm Ashley. Ashley. Thanks for coming.
1: (laughs) So... I've known Ashley, like, just straight up my whole life. Uh, i met, I mm. friends with your brother in well, second grade. And
2: most of your life, but my whole life for sure. Whole, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. gotcha. So from the same same town growing same up? Same town. Mm-hmm. We went to the same school at West different times. <laughs> You're just born quoting Fred Finch right now. That was was saying, was, where you
2: were born. And, and raised. I was playing basketball. On the playgrounds
1: where I spent most of my days. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> that's also true, but – uh, for us we've we've had a lot of shared experiences mm-hmm. and and we also share the experience of having ADHD right so it's Yay! like what, what? what part of the class. Nice. party party but there are a couple ADHD. things that I think like you could really talk about today and that and I'm really like curious to see how we can like collectively pick your brain because number one it's clean of everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but you you were diagnosed <gasps> when what?
2: um 94 so fourth grade yeah fourth grade i was diagnosed really young so
1: in school diagnosed yeah and just to be clear like yeah like cis female right Mm -hmm. so what is it like here being a female diagnosed with adhd and how's it different from being like a boy diagnosed with adhd and i was like who do i know that could actually like talk about that (gasps) it's me yeah
3: (laughs) and 94 was like when did adhd become sort of in the mainstream I feel like around that like 94 90s yeah, I mean, around like, that's at least I, when I, I don't remember, remember hearing about it when I was in elementary school
2: I don't remember having a lot of friends who had it so yeah. like I remember having to go to the nurse in the middle of the day to take like my second dose of medication and like none of my classmates had to do it that I knew of and so I'm like alright uh, I'm just gonna disappear I'm gonna <laughs> Batman out of here and yeah. just go take medication and I'll, I'll see you guys in like 10 minutes yeah so, yeah.
1: Yeah, it times. feels like it, like, I don't know if it was like a big, like as normalized as it is now then.
2: Like I don't it, think it was. No, I felt uh, really uh, weird about talking about it then. Now I'm like, hey, I got it's ADHD. It's I'm on medication.
0: Let's do some work. Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: so that's awesome. Because well, <laughs> you I were a like, pioneer. Yeah, I feel you like you were a yeah.
1: pioneer. I, I'm, I'm blazing like, the trail. That was yes, blazing
3: the yes. trail. That was like pioneer days yeah. for ADHD.
1: Yeah. Not Absolutely. a lot of awareness, like, in terms of like schools to know about like how accommodations work and oh, know how ADHD affects the brain. Like, that stuff came like, oh, I didn't hear about accommodations
2: until like high school like it was my like junior senior year where they're like uh you can go to this other room and take longer to take this test i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) this is allowed (laughs) i'd had audiobooks in high school i would have been a game changer
3: yeah tell me about it because i just discovered how (laughs) audiobooks changed my life like a year ago that's how i read
2: yeah I, I, i i love like reading a physical book but it takes me so long to get through it oh
3: yeah yeah me too Love it.
2: Love audio books. The best.
1: That's where I, I say, like, isn't it crazy how we all try to read a book and then as we're reading one line, we skip and accidentally read the last few, like, words on the bot line below it. Like, everyone, everyone's nodding right now, but, like, yeah. we yeah. all have that. Oh, yeah. That's ADHD. Uh, That's ADHD. It's like, an eye-tracking issue. And- right? There are eye-tracking issues that are related to ADHD. The best way to think about those is that typical impairment happens with either impulsivity, jumping to the wrong word or wrong line. Or attention issues leading to you thinking about what you cooked for dinner last night or whether or not the fridge door is closed while you read the first two lines of this. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, like, we like miss, and then it's boring to read the same line again.
2: I Uh tried to read the um, Game of Thrones books, and I picked up the first one. I'm sitting there reading it, and I realized, like, two hours later, I was still on the first page and, like, the third paragraph. (laughs) I was just reading the same line over and over again, trying to, like absorb the information I'm like what vortex is this I guy in right talking <laughs> about food or killing I have no idea what's going on so I just started reading listening to the audiobooks and I finished the series so what's well, out there at least
3: oh, that's
0: amazing. I feel like so here's where I will admit like I maybe I feel like almost like sheepish to share this but like so I one of the reasons I was like I don't know if I have ADHD because when you were talking to me David about the eye tracking stuff I was like oh I feel like for the most part, I, like, I can, I read and I'm, like, fine with it. But then, only later, so, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I read Game of Thrones. And as you were talking, and I go, oh, I remember when I read it, when I was on a plane and I was had nothing else <laughs> yep. to do. Yeah. It's like and, and, and there was resort. white noise and hushed conversation, which is probably my favorite combo platter for, oh, you know, hyper focus. And I was like, oh, that's... And then I, as soon as I got off the plane, I couldn't read it anymore. Yeah, and I'm, then I had to like wait for the return flight, And then I didn't really finish it because I was bored.
3: Were Amazing. you doing like and five trips around the world? Is it no, no, how you were able no,
0: to read those? On a plane that's never landing. It's just never landing. Like, no, it was like I didn't get that far through it, but it was right. like um it I was don't a know, flight you read to New fast. Mexico. It was a flight you read pretty to New fast. Mexico when I'm in a hyper-focused state. Yeah. And only if it's something I care about. Like I remember reading this book for college that was like on I like I'm gonna own it. It was on imagining the divide in ancient polytheistic civilizations. I remember the title. It was really (laughs) hard. And it's fascinating, like, right? The topic, Woo, kind of like if you think about it, cool.
2: Your face is just overwhelmed right Right now, like
0: like deer in headlights. And the book itself was like, like, took something super interesting and made it the biggest news fest. And the entire book is just highlighter. Just highlighter and like note after note because I don't think I read it. I think I was like reading three words at a time and just did you sound familiar? Did you
3: say this was a textbook?
0: Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember
3: if you just said it was a textbook or if this was just
1: a book you wanted to read. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Did it have anything to do with like Cleopatra?
0: So what David is trying to do here is really brilliant. What he's doing is asking me very specific questions about the memory that I don't seem to have a lot of access to or memory of. And the more specific questions he asks, like, what is this picture? What is the cover like? Or what do you remember? Very specifically is accessing what's called an anchor memory memory. So he is literally helping me anchor my memory in something very concrete. And then you see that my memory opens up and I'm able to talk a lot more about the thing I could have sworn I had forgotten about. Go, David.
1: Did it have anything to do with like Cleopatra and Antony? And-
0: no, no. It was more about like um, like Mesopotamian gods and uh. um, like Hinduism and like the origins of these like amazing polytheistic belief system origin story thing yeah like origin stories and then like it was all like talking about like sort of you know the like the concepts of like dualism or you know like is there a good is there an evil are they both there it's just a good i don't know ah.
1: do you remember anything from that book okay it's that moment that isbel is so fascinating i totally forget why i asked a question i asked this question to find an anchor memory when Isabel starts talking about the book and we go into the details of what it looked like, you were able to see her reach and find way more parts of the book to access in her memory. That's what I was trying to do, display how finding anchor memory can help pull out a lot more than just a picture.
0: I remember that there was a drawing of cuneiform, right? The ancient Mesopotamian mm. writing system thing. And I remember it had a little doodle of like a man, who's like holding some something and then it's like, and then it's cuneiform. And I just like stared at that for a really long time, probably because I fell asleep. And then I woke up and I saw it again. Like, so in my head, when I think of that book, all I see is this one, like ancient, we're talking century, you know, millennia ago, someone was like, I want to draw a dude for <laughs> Cobber's reasons, I think. But, you know, so I'm going to draw a dude holding like a thing and I'm going to write about it. I just remember thinking like, I feel like, This person was making cartoons and I got like really like fascinated by it. Amazing. I'm sorry I took us on that tangent. I love it. I was just trying to say that like. Tell
3: me about all the dudes For those of you out
0: there listening who maybe are like, I read just fine. It's like, I believe you. Like go to town. And also sometimes it's about the environment is what I think I'm slowly
1: absorbing. You're talking about the levels of accommodation, right? Like how the highlighter was the tracking thing
2: there's definitely times where I've like, I listen to music a lot when I read. It's mm-hmm. like, I, again, I need the white noise and the best way to control it is just to throw on music that I know really well. And I don't have to pay attention to and it blocks everything out. Yeah. And so, so
0: like, yes. yeah. Oh my like gosh. it's yes. just yes. like Some all about you know. like, yeah, yes, it can't be, it new, can't be new. I yeah. can't
2: listen. Like same thing with falling asleep. It has to be something I know. Otherwise I'm going to want to watch it or listen to it. And I'm, I can't. Mm-hmm. So like, some of this music, if I hear the certain song, I will remember exactly what passage I was reading. And I'll be like I'll remember what was going on and it just like sticks in my brain like anytime I listen to Buena Vista Social Club, it's like all I think of is like Harry Potter for some reason. Cause I was listening to that a lot when I was reading a Harry Potter book. Oh it's it just amazing. so random.
3: That's how I'm with podcasts. So like I'll be I'll be uh listening to a podcast and then I'll be able to remember where I was. When I was listening to the podcast, so I can, if, if I go back and listen to almost any podcast, I could tell you exactly what I was doing and where I was.
1: It's amazing. And you I'm the remember. same with, with yeah. books too, like, yeah. like listening
3: to music. So when you're reading, when you're, when you're reading, you have uh, can you listen to music with, with lyrics? Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. See, I
3: can't do that. I, I can, to as long as it's something
2: very familiar. Okay. It has to be
0: very Cause familiar. Cause it is, Cause that it is kind of, just white yeah, noise. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all about white noise. I do have a bad habit of any time, I mean, any time, if I'm, like, at a professional meeting, if I'm in the middle of, like, the most serious conversation of my life. I think one time during a breakup, if there is a song going on in the background that I like and I know the words to, and for whatever reason I feel, I have a horrible singing voice, but I pick up lyrics very quickly, I will start to, like, mouth the words. Like, I can't not.
3: You're a monster. I am a monster. (laughs) And I, like, and start
0: no, I think I was the one being broken up with I don't think I, I was like Honestly I think that's like the best way to handle a breakup
2: is just <laughs> to sit there and listen to and the music like You the really background. like in the background and Just like mouth the lyrics while they're breaking up with you <laughs> <laughs> So they're like wow you, I mean nothing to you do I And you're like "Oh, that's a fair, song. fair <laughs> I
0: wish I had that that's that's Back that's, in time no. I'm going to edit that memory I don't think I'm you're a monster oh Yeah but I can't It's like I can't as soon as it's a song I like yeah. So, actually, I think the the trick for me is listening to music I don't like as much as other
1: music that is familiar. Huh. That's so funny. I can't, I it's can't gotta be music like, at all. you got to be silent. Yeah, get, get out of here oh. with music. I'll put earbuds in and have no music just so people don't talk sure. to me. Sure. There's yeah, less yeah, ended yeah. sound.
0: Oh, I do that too a lot. But I can't – but yeah. for,
1: for, like, whenever I'm cleaning or, like, doing some kind of labor, like, if I'm building something or moving things around, I just, like, absolutely trance house or, like, some – that upbeat the pie, that, like, or, yeah, going. Like prodigy. Oh, yeah, okay.
3: I went to like,
0: a massive prodigy <laughs> phase, and I was like, this is all I need.
3: So, you just <laughs> listened to the uh,
1: soundtrack to The Matrix.
3: Yes, <laughs> the right. soundtrack right. to yeah. The Matrix is the- yeah, I,
1: know. I, I wish everyone here could see Isabel like with both of her like hands in the air waving like she's, <laughs> she's trying to stop like, a bus from hitting ah, somebody. I love that
0: song. I mean,
1: that
3: could, be your, own, that could be your own. that could be your own spinoff <laughs> podcast. It's just a Matrix podcast.
0: It's <laughs> just a true. Not, you're not wrong on that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm sure but that exists. A beat and if it doesn't, it. you guys
0: gotta gotta do it now. We yeah,
2: gotta, yeah. gotta corner that corner yeah. <laughs> that Matrix market.
0: Oh my gosh, you were, you were beats per minute? Yeah. What is this? What no, I just
1: for me, it had to like uh-huh. – the beats per minute have to like match what I'm doing in the environment. Sure. Like it can't be slower. Like I can't be cleaning to something where I'm moving. If I'm doing some detail work where it's really slow, I could listen to a slow, like a slow song.
0: Mm-hmm. But- I hear that. Like I want – when I'm like exercising – like when I'm walking or run, you know, doing mm-hmm. something oh, it yeah. has to be the right rhythm. Oh, yeah. And I have to move to the rhythm. Yeah. Like anytime if I I'm get exercising. off of it, I get really annoyed. The
2: same way. Like anytime I'm exercising, I will like stop exercising to change the song. Cause I'm like, this isn't fast <laughs> enough. I
0: need something I <laughs> oh, can yeah,
2: really get yeah. into. Yes. I get me. really annoyed. And I'm like, skip, skip. This whole playlist sucks. I <laughs>
3: have yeah. playlists that are specific, like beats per minute playlist. Oh,
2: yeah, actually, yeah Spotify, definitely. Yeah. I've yeah. used some of them for like workouts and they're good. Yeah. Some of them are really good. Some of them like
3: Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them does. It does kind of sound like just really intense music, you know. Like it's just, it's just like
2: like uh, like the elevator rave scene. Exactly, yeah. it was
1: like
3: elevator rave music.
1: I've never. Now I want. I've never listened to Spotify. Really, I'm not a. Wow. Yeah. I, I exclusively listen to Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. You're hearing like yeah, how much I don't prioritize music as an accommodation. Yeah. Why well, do? I mean, you could do podcasts to Spotify. Yeah. Spotify Actually.
3: sponsors uh, sponsoring us today. <laughs> Side note:
0: We are not getting paid to promote Spotify or, or anything at this point. Um, we just got on a roll, loving on Spotify.
1: I mean, I, I now listen to they Spotify. Spotify <laughs> <Spotify's> <laughs> because yeah.
2: great though because it doesn't pause between episodes, like or between like playlists. they will just like move on, and I like I don't have to like oh, yeah, go the, in and like do anything. And then the
3: robot starts telling you what you want to listen to. Like, so if you listen to a pod, if you listen to a playlist you make, it just continues past the last song. Unless and, you have it on like repeat shuffle or you know what I'm talking about, like yeah. repeat where it goes back and then it just keeps going. And, and it, it finds
2: I mean, music similar to what you've been going. listening yeah, yeah, yeah. to and just adds stuff that you might like.
3: Yeah.
0: What is the music that you've discovered this way, Bobby? Because isn't I'm thinking of a specific really comical moment where you got into a specific genre oh, purely oh, due to Spotify.
3: Oh, this has happened many a moment mm-hmm. where I will just well. It has. We're just talking about how awesome Spotify is. They'll do a couple of things. So they have a Discover Weekly playlist where, it, where it, it'll play music that you're like, "This is what we think you might like yeah, that like you don't have on your regular playlist." Yeah, too. Yeah,
2: exactly. yeah, I listen to those all
3: the time. And so through that, well, first off, randomly it was just Korean pop music for a long time. And I was, and I don't know why, cause I didn't have any Korean, pop. I don't have Bobby, any, you love K-pop. K-pop hey, you know what? Bobby. And I yeah. found out that I was like, I'm, I don't hate this. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. But I did discover specifically two things. One of them was this comedy album that was all about Richard Dreyfus. That I listened to for like two months straight. It's, Only It's that. amazing. I yeah. won't. I'm not exaggerating. And I'm. Exaggerating. I'm, and I'm yeah. it, it's. It's. I'm trying like to think. Like Trot. No, the whole. No, it's the this whole, dude. It's, it's this comedian. It's like this comic uh, who has a f- who's amazing. He's singing amazingly. Name? I think it's Gabe Gerdacker or something like that. But uh-huh. it's Gabe something. It's like Gerdacker or something. Mm-hmm. And he started making up these songs about wanting to meet Richard Dreyfuss. <laughs> so he did this concept album. <laughs> It's all about wanting to meet Mr. Richard Dreyfus. Why don't you answer my calls, Richard Dreyfus? I'm, I'm, you know, I don't need you anymore,
2: Richard Dreyfus. More stalkery and, he, uh, and, and he's angry. Like,
3: he's like, I don't need you anymore, Richard Dreyfus. I'm moving on to Tommy Lee Jones. I'm so sorry, Richard Dreyfus. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to abandon you like that. And then it ends with him. Being at an actual like screening of Jaws in St. Pete, Florida, where he goes up and he asks, he tells uh, Richard Dreyfus, he's like, you know, who Richard Dreyfus was at this screening? Hey, I r- have written songs about you. At this point, he's this dude's releasing these on, on Twitter, releasing these on YouTube, and is getting, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of views. I mean, he gets viral. So at this point, Richard Dreyfus knows who he is. <laughs> And then at the end, his last song is that he met Richard Dreyfuss, and there's still like a hole in his existence that he hasn't filled yet. And, so, and it's, it's the best. It's the best. So that's so I fell into that rabbit hole. And then the other one was literally like, mm-hmm. so it's song. So there's these there's these what, musicians. White Snake? No, not even it's no. It's like '80s like action movies where it sounds like, like Beverly Hills Cop. You know, like like, like dun, very eighties, like synth, dun, and it's all it's all instrumental, and it sounds almost like it's a soundtrack to a to a, to a cheesy, yeah, to like a like a cheesy eighties soundtrack. I
2: this is what is so wonderful about Spotify. <laughs> I know the rabbit holes you can go down and get lost. Exactly,
3: in. and maybe, and I I think in like relating to the ADHD aspect of, of me, <laughs> At all. of all of us, I will then only listen to this stuff, and it only listen. So that's kind of how I. It's kind of how I fall into it. It's hard for me to listen to something where it's, it goes from you know like, Sinatra crooner to Insync to, what playlist Richard Dreyfus that? to no. Well, that I
2: sounds must- like the world's worst. Playlist. Yeah, I know. I had like a visceral Sinatra to,
3: <laughs> to Insync
2: to Insync. Like oh. what?
3: Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but i feel like in my, <laughs> in my brain i can because i cuz i'll just put sometimes I just put shuffle on my like on my like list like the things that i like and that's where it's just a you know a catch all too
2: much of a catch all yeah yeah i'm having a hard time not opening my spotify to find those richard drifus songs richard i really oh, want to, oh, I, I, to. We'll I, share, it. I got to i'll we'll,
3: we'll share uh, them with everybody yeah,
0: i want
2: to i want
3: we'll to the
0: show them. notes we'll oh. put it in the show notes we'll
1: put them in the show notes yes that just sounds like a lot of work for later no show notes no show notes
0: you're on your own. Just kidding. Of course, there are show notes, but in case you don't want to check them, the album is "I Want to Meet Richard Dreyfus" by Gabriel Gundacker.
1: So, I was really thinking about in terms of like ADHD. I'm just jumping back in. For Go for it. Yeah, yes. just I'm thinking about like what what it means. Not even being ADHD, but what it, what it means in society to act differently, to just be a little bit outside the box, and how you're labeled, mm-hmm. and then like how you're treated. I mean, I can. Mm-hmm. I can say, like, as a boy with ADHD, like, it's pretty quick that people know you have a problem and they, like, they take you seriously because you'll break something or make a noise or get into trouble or something. Like, like you, you you make sure. a commotion. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you get in trouble in school?
3: Yeah, but it was never, I don't know, I, I think it was always like, oh, Bobby just likes to talk a lot. Or it was, it was kind of, it was always played down. I never felt shamed for it. I never told, I don't feel like I ever ran into something where I was like, I think I talked earlier on a podcast where I got an award. They made an award called the spokesmanship (laughs) award for me in elementary school because I talked all the time. And so they were like, well, we'll we'll find, we'll find a way to celebrate it. Here's your participation (laughs) awards because everyone else got something. We'll give Bobby something. He talks a lot.
1: Uh, See, see, for me, I like, I was the whole, I didn't have the whole, you know, Response costs or yeah. understanding of consequences.
0: What is response cost? You might be wondering. Uh, basically, it's just understanding the consequences of our actions later down the road.
1: So uh, I'd be like, I hate this class, and I don't have my homework done, so I'm not going to go to class, and then and then I wouldn't go to class, and then I'd be like, well, the next time I go to class, I'm going to get in trouble for ditching class. So I'm not I, going. Obviously, I'm not going back to class, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, I haven't gone to class in like a month. Like, and then all of a sudden they're like, you have problems with behavior and it was never really labeled as like ADHD, but it was all about sure. like how I'm acting out and oh. how it's all about, uh, I'm trying to test authority and I have a behavior problem and it's oppositional. Like just labeling because oh I'm, I'm fighting a system, right? Yeah. Did you
3: ever, but did you, you see, you're saying it's interesting that you just said that. Cause I was thinking you said fighting the system. Mm-hmm. I feel like I found a way to work the system.
1: I never so thought I feel about Like that.
3: in my, in my world. The joke was that I was like Ferris Bueller in high school was that I could kind of figure out how to if I didn't want to do something, I could figure out how to how to how to make it work so that I would still get the obligation. You know what I mean? Like figure out how to get the grade that I needed. And
0: can can I point you in the direction of maybe you don't have to go there, but like maybe the like your response to. Like bullies or your response to when somebody was Oh,
3: in. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I, so we were just talking about this like just a few <laughs> yeah. days ago, like bullying and stuff. With me, I figured out how to, it wasn't about fighting back and like hurting them. It was about figuring out how do I work the system to get you to leave me alone? So it could be, I, it wasn't just telling a teacher. It was telling the person that I knew would do them, would be able to remove them for me. So like if I had somebody who was screwing with me and broke something that I brought to school, then mm-hmm. I would, I knew, okay, well, who can I tell to, to, <laughs> you, to get that person to, and, and of course, and it's not like these bullies, like were just randos that were like, did one thing. And they were like, I was annoying them and they hit me in the head with something. And then it was I, I, like, I was saying one of them, it was definitely like a strike 10. Mm-hmm. And I finally just was like the straw that broke the camel's back for the faculty that was like, okay, this guy needs to go. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, I w- it was always like, what kind of, what, what do I need to do to, like, to, like, kind of work the system? Because I don't want to do this class, or I don't want to have to deal with this thing. How can I work around it? To then, you know. So you, get you were like it. the
0: kid who figured out, like, I want to talk to the manager
3: at a <laughs> yes. very young age. Was, yeah, I want to talk to <laughs> wow. the manager. You
0: had the, I want to talk to the manager confidence. Yeah,
3: I wouldn't say it worked all the time, but <laughs> but it worked more than it didn't work. And I don't know if that was uh, if that's something that I was an accommodation
1: to my well, ADHD aspect. Of well, that. and and it's really talking about how like the impulsivity for you really helped you learn almost networking skills. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. like your impulsivity yeah. really helped you like figure out how to use a system. Well, I didn't I didn't pick up that kind yeah. of nuance until I was in college. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get that. So for me, it was like, oh, there's a, a big paper you're going to have to write. And I'm like, well, not if I don't write it. <laughs> well, then you'll fail it. And I'd be like. Fair enough.
3: But then I, <laughs> then I would look at you, and I'd be like, "Man, I wish I could, I could be like that." Because a lot of it too is just the paranoia of of, of going. Well, I, I also I need to pass this thing because I could kind of project the future, like you said, like the opportunity cost. I could kind mm-hmm. of see, well, what is this going to cost me? How is this going to be a pain in the butt later down the road? I know it's going to be something a hassle. Uh, So what can I do to work it out? But I I, I would always want to be like, "Oh man, if I could just throw."
0: Yeah.
2: throw it in
3: the wind you know throw it to the wind and not care
0: is that like are you speaking to kind of like imposter syndrome what is imposter syndrome it's the belief that you don't belong or there's something like inherently wrong with you on the inside you have to be perfect to cover that up and it's a fear that you're going to get found out like you're secretly this imposter not so fun to live with um but most of us do i mean in all honesty anyway back to what we were saying
3: i think Part it's perfectionism and, and imposter syndrome yeah. And, and yeah. And not wanting to like cause waves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Draw attention to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah.
1: It, it's so funny. Like how, like you're living in this world where you don't want to cause waves. And I'm living in a world where no one's making waves and all I can do is <laughs> make waves. Making- and, yeah. Like I'm the dude in the, yeah. in like the like placid pool, like walking around, like making ripples. Everyone, everyone else is walking with no ripples and I don't know how they're doing it.
3: Yeah, Yeah.
1: And it's just like, it was, for me, it was a constant assault on like, you're not a good person. You're a bad – person. like, you're doing things that bad people do, which is why I made such a point to, like I, – I, too, was, like, you won't bully people around me. Like, I was a very, like, righteous person around – like, you, you knew me I back re- then. Yes, I remember a lot of these things. Yeah, which is shameful. But, like, <laughs> no. But it's, like, what I, what I also wonder is, like, what is it like – you know, I can't really speak to what it's like to all of a sudden have these characteristics and, you know, not be white. Mm-hmm. And, like, how are you perceived? I can't tell you how many neuropsychs I'm seeing or how many kids – I see that are diagnosed oppositional defiant or conduct disorder. Oppositional defiant disorder is a clinical diagnosis that's applied to children, marked with intentional acts of disobedience and conflicts with authority. This is different than ADHD and at times can be similar. It's similar because somebody with ADHD might fight tooth and nail to get a Snickers bar, not caring who they're fighting, but it's about the Snickers bar. When we're dealing with someone who is oppositional defiant, they're going to fight tooth and nail the person because of who the person is, not because of the Snickers bar. The answer is they're not white. Otherwise, they would have caught ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Just, and I'm just be, echoing
1: that. I'm just yeah. going to be that. I'm sorry. It's bombastic or hyperbolic or whatever, but it's something I'm constantly seeing. And what I'm also wondering is, like, what is it like to be a woman with ADHD growing up? And, like, what kind of messages mm-hmm. do you get? Because my message was, you'll break something and no one should trust you. Like, that, was, <laughs> that was the message that, like, and you'll probably go to jail. Uh Uh uh-huh i have a graduate degree Uh but like (laughs) yes
0: well and not just that but truly you fix things and um what was the other part you said you break stuff and no one will trust me no one will trust you you're super trustworthy here we go that's what i was trying to do oh yeah sorry
1: (laughs) well it's ironic like what what systems believe you to be versus who you really are
0: yeah like the exact opposite yeah
1: yeah Thank you so much for listening. If you ever have that thought where you think, hey, I'm nothing, stop. Remember, you're something. Something's shiny.
0: That's right just as you are if you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast please subscribe rate and review anywhere you listen to podcasts we're on instagram as something shiny podcast and if you're looking for more information useful links definitions visuals everything we can think of and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com and it's all free Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in two weeks.